Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an odd couple podcast. Ted Linhart, Garrett Eisler here to talk about the dreaded season two, episode four, Last Tango in Newark, which is available on Paramount Plus and aired September 21st, 1973. Garrett, this is a hard episode for a podcast, not only because it is boring, but because <laughs> it's very visual. Yes. And without even funny visuals and a good chunk of it. Or a it, chunk, a, a chunk enough to make it uh, a problem. Well, we have a challenge. I agree. Um, it is um, okay. I, some. I, I have. Do you? But somehow you were able to pick some clips that. Well, I pick clips. We're going to find out that some of the clips are just listening to the audience laugh at stuff. <laughs> right. And there's a couple. There's a portion of a clip that's just music. Just for some atmosphere. of the clips will be listening to Tchaikovsky. Exactly, just for atmosphere, but not for a long period of time, because right. that's for a different podcast about ballet, not for an <laughs> odd couple podcast. This is not. No, this is not. I was you. You picked the wrong partner. That was your oh. goal. I brought uh, my my tights. Uh, we open up on the living room that's dark. Oh, can I just say that? Yes. This is, uh, oh, sorry. You, yeah, who's the writer? Right. If someone Ron actually wrote Friedman. this episode, yeah, someone did write it. We should give them due credit. Uh, Ron Friedman, frequent writer from going all the way back to first season. Uh, this was his last odd couple script. Not commenting on why that might be. Uh, he actually also just wrote uh, Marie Who Came to Dinner before this. Um, and went on to a very successful career, though, after the odd couple. Mostly a lot of action stuff. Skarsky and Hutch. The Fall Guy, which no, really it's our second weekly uh, reference of the Fall Guy. I'm telling you, telling you it's a, it's, it's a, a sign. sign. It's a song. GI Joe, uh, and the 1990s Iron Man series. I think that's good for him. A, I think that's animated. Yeah. Iron, um, we we should say this is probably this seems to be the prototypical episode of where Tony Randall wanted something on the show. They made it happen. They did their best. Right. And that right. was it. Okay, so we open up in the living room. It's dark. We hear arguing outside. Felix, Miriam, and Oscar enter in formal attire. Oscar says, Oh, shut up to Felix. Felix says, I've never been so humiliated in all my life. Oscar goes to the kitchen to get a beer and says, I told you I didn't want to go to the ballet. Nag, nag, nag. Felix says, Kill me. I thought you'd like something fine, something nice. Oscar says, I told you, I don't like nice and fine. And then Miriam does kind of a fake ballet move past Oscar into the kitchen as Oscar walks back into the living room. So they pass each other. Felix says, you didn't even pay attention while Oscar says, I read the program. Felix says, when? When were you making one of, when? When were you making one of these? And then he takes out an airplane, paper airplane that Oscar had made and throws it. And it doesn't fly very well. Oscar says, didn't I clap when your buddy did his number? I thought he was the best one of the, on the bill. And Felix says, of course, he's only Edward Villela, the great star of the New York City Ballet. Then Miriam says, didn't you like any part of the ballet, Oscar? Oscar says, intermission was nice. And Felix points out that's when he was trying to pick up the orange juice girl. 
which I guess is a thing they still do on Broadway <laughs> where they sell just orange juice um, and cups. I am very, very confused by this reference because um, they sell a lot of drinks at the concession stand. And I have never, in all my years of attending the fine arts, performing arts, I have never seen a special orange juice salesman girl, girl for just that. Now, however, there is a very, this, there is a, a, a much older reference to uh, in old time uh, theater going to 1600s, uh, restoration era London theater is famous for orange sellers in the, in the audience. You mean the fruit uh, itself? Yes, but uh, they were called orange wenches. The girls who came down the aisle selling oranges, which was the main but this, that was the 1600s. They weren't a lot of concessions. So I have, uh, I have two references to make about this topic. Who knew this would be where we'd fine tune our, or go deep in this podcast is about orange selling. Uh, I have, I have a, I think I have a memory in the 70s. I was, I grew up in New York, so I had the privilege of going to a lot of theater in the 70s. I think I have a memory of people selling orange aid at Broadway shows, not maybe a girl walking around. But I vividly, I, I, I say vividly, I have a vague recollection of being a seven, eight, nine-year-old seeing Annie or something or King mm-hmm. and I, and at intermission getting orange aid mm-hmm. from the bar. Funny, I also was going to shows, especially by the late 70s, and um, I don't remember orange especially. Orange aid, orange yeah. aid. So here's fruit beverage. <laughs> So here's concessions are selling. Here's where I may be conflating the reference. There is an I Love Lucy episode where apparently I think Lucy Ball and Ricky are and Ricky Ernest, Desi Ernest invested in a real Broadway show called The Most Happy Fellow, which was a Frank Lesser yes. play. Um, and there's an episode where Lucy and Ricky go to see it. Wow. As I part of the promotion. And in that, in that scene, in that show, there's a scene where Lucy asks ricky to go get her orange aid now i'm not sure if, i've seen that episode so many times it's one of my favorites if that is what's forcing me to think that orange aid is sold but the fact that they say that in the show yeah, yeah. no you're right which you're is right. 50s indicates that some yeah. somehow orange drinks were a thing of broadway at the time i believe you and uh i for some reason never maybe because i didn't like orange juice it didn't uh it's orange aid it's not orange juice it's different <laughs> right i know it's, it's it's technically not orange right all right, Which so is, I, and what's and what's orange Julius, by the way? Orange Julius is a form of an, it's an orange drink that was that was uh, also popular. Yes, it's still around. I remember actually Came, right. when I was vacationing once in Hawaii. The last day, we found hidden away this Dairy Queen slash Orange Julius mm. like little stand. I was like, I didn't even know they make Orange Julius anymore. But Orange Julius is like. Uh, I, like, I think it was a 70s orange beverage, like an orange yeah. conco- so, concoction. Yeah. I don't think it was soda. I think it was okay. ju- fake, a lot, some juice yeah. and a lot of sugar. Right, right. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I, I'd be very fascinated if listeners have more background on this. Um, but I also want to make, I want to repeat, like, this is an interest, goes back a long way, the tradition of oranges wenches. or orange juice, the orange wenches, right? Which is what Oscar is kind of referring to here. Because they so, were known for the guys hitting up them. 
So Oscar says, sue me, I don't like the ballet. Thank you for inviting me. Good night, Miriam. He heads to his room. And Miriam says, somehow I get the feeling ballet just isn't Oscar's ballerina, just isn't Oscar's thing. Felix says, no, his thing is sitting in the front row, waving at all the girls and whistling, dance, ballerina, dance. I mm -hmm. thought I died. Miriam says, Over your, oh, you're overreacting, Felix, forget it, which I thought was an interesting dynamic because I think, I don't know if this is the first time we've heard Miriam kind of tell Felix to relax. Mm. I feel like maybe. Yeah. Felix says, how can I well, forget? Well, except for the role playing. Well, that, yeah, you're right. That was diff That was more than her, her being annoyed that, that they were fighting versus, yeah. yeah. Uh, Felix says, how can I forget it? Valella is nice enough to let you and me into his ballet appreciation class. Then something like this happens. How will I face the man tomorrow when I do the picture story on him? I'm so ashamed. There's a lot of exposition in these <laughs> and, setup and scenes. Not only, right, you know, we've had before where Felix meets a celebrity because he's taking a picture. And now he's also, not only taking a picture, he's also taking a class with them. So they have to really force a way for him and Edward Valella to be friends. Uh, Miriam says, oh, Edward will understand. Felix says, I just have to get on my knees and beg his forgiveness. Now Oscar comes out and he heads to the door and says, good night again, folks. And I feel like this way this, the rest of this unraveled is very clunky. Felix says, where are you going at this hour? Oscar says, I got a date. And Felix says, with who? And Oscar gives the name as if it's supposed to mean something. Jane Lewis. Felix says, who? Oscar says, Jane Lewis. You met her. Orange juice, cold drink, get your cold drink. And I, it's like, why wouldn't you just say with the orange juice girl and walk out? Oh, it's not even funny. It's, it's not even funny. It's not funny. <laughs> well, it's funnier. I guess it's an so. attempt at humor. It's more I, of an attempt at I, humor. I, I almost rather than just say the orange juice girl. Uh, and then we go to credits. So the next scene, Felix is in a ballet studio setting up lights for the photo shoot that he was referring to. Miriam comes in to say that her class is over and Edward is on his way. Felix asks if he said anything about last night and she says no. Felix says he won't either. So let bygones be bygones. So Edward Vella comes in and did you notice there was zero applause? No I, applause I at us? I didn't take note of it, no. but um, Which was interesting to me because Okay, they have no idea who this guy is, <laughs> I guess. But why? But wouldn't the stage manager or somebody yeah, they whoop it cue up? the applause? <laughs> right. I found it bizarre that there was no applause there. Well, certainly, yeah, an LA studio television studio audience would not recognize Edward Villela, uh, who was really I don't know how well known he was outside of New York, except by ballet fans. And even in New York. So, isn't he mostly known by ballet fans? I don't know who right. he was. But, that's, that, but if you're a ballet star in New York City Ballet, you're kind of a highbrow celebrity in New York. Right, but so, I'm saying if The Odd Couple was filmed in New York, how many no, people would have applauded if it was? Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, I found <laughs> it wild. I think what it reveals is that even the, the, uh, the producers did not, thought that might have been too incredible for the national TV audience to believe that he would get applauded. I don't think I, I, it's, I don't, you're giving them too much credit. I think it's, I think it's. Have all the guest stars gotten applause? I mean, not, no, not no, all of them have, not no. all of them had an entrance. Exactly. Like, like Bubba Smith didn't have an entrance. Um, Howard Cosell, I think did. I think he did. No, he's in it. He's in the first scene. Yeah. He's, if he's in it right away. And like he David comes Steinberg. in, he also walks in. Yeah. David Steinberg, I don't think 
Yeah, I think if they're walking, oh, oh, Monty Hall did. Yes. So I think if you walk into a scene, you should get applause if you're a guest yeah. star, even right. if it's forced. Right. right. And the fact that it wasn't even forced here, at least yeah. in the what I saw on, on the copy, I, it struck me as very odd. So let's talk about him a second. He was born in 1936. He's still alive. He enrolled in ballet school at 10. He went to the high school performing arts, which is the famous school in fame. He became a member of the New York City Ballet in 1957, the principal dancer in 1960, and stayed there until 1979. It's a long run. And then he became artistic director of various ballets. He danced at JFK's inaugural, and he performed for Presidents Johnson, Nixon, and Ford. So we can add him to the list of people we want to be on the show with David Steinberg. Keep that, keep that in mind uh, as you uh, pass judgment on this uh, episode. Uh, be nice to Mr. Villela. Yeah, in fact, it, uh, hey, you know, David Steinberg's got a book out, so he might be up going for a book tour. Stuff. Yeah, he's got a okay. big book tour. I'll yeah, let you yeah. handle that. All <laughs> right, so now we'll play the clip uh, after he walks in uh, to zero applause. Hi, Felix. Before you say another word, I apologize. <laughs> what for? For last night. Ah, uh, you knew that guy sitting next to you. It's my roommate. His name is Oscar Madison. Uh, it's all right. The first time I went to a ballet, I did the same thing. The bigger they are, the better they forgive. Thank you. I promise you, you'll never see him again. He'll never bother you. Well, shall we get to work? What would you like to do first? Anything you say. Don't let me tell you what to do. How about starting with a leap? <laughs> Will you leap whenever you're ready, or shall I tell you when to leap? Uh, I'll do it when you're ready. Okay. Ready? 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 <laughs> sir? 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 What's up? Can I help you, sir? What's on your mind, sir? I lost my key. I must have dropped out during the game. You got a key to the apartment? You can see it. You can see it. Get out of here. Give me the key. I'll get out. Take five, Ed. Who's that? Uh, uh, Who's that? Uh, what? That's Edward's rule. Man, you've humiliated me in front of last night. Oh, right, give me the key. He won't know I'm here. He won't know me from Adam. <laughs> Oscar Madison. Edward Malala. <laughs> Sorry, you know, like, you got great legs. Brady, <laughs> listen, Mr. Malala, I didn't mean to upset you last night. Look, it's Eddie. I'm not upset. Yeah. How'd you do today? Rotten. I couldn't connect with a pest. My arm is killing me. If I don't improve, they're going to trade me. Uh, would you mind if I showed you a trick or two that might help the arm? Well, I wish you would, otherwise I won't be able to hail a taxi to get home. We're ready, Mr. Villella. I'm still on my five, Felix. <laughs> now listen, what it is is you've probably got a cramp in, up there, you know, maybe a muscle spasm or something like that. So a port bra might help you. You know, it's a slow movement of the arm. You take it from the back and you stretch forward and you just release. It's the stretch right through here. Here, let me help you. Yeah, port bra here. You just take it back like this, and you use the back, and you get that lengthy stretch. <laughs> oh, oh, it's hey, that felt great. I need a quarter bra. Yeah, well, listen, you guys are busy. Thank you. Thank you very much, Eddie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Keep practicing. Oh, I will. <laughs> Ballet and uh, sports are compatible. 
When I was a kid, I wanted to be a football player. No, no, don't say it. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> what got you interested in ballet? I wanted to meet girls. <laughs> Would you do a fifth position, please? Yeah, sure. Yes. Yes. This is perfect. Yeah. Pretty good. Would you press the cable release? Very good, yeah. One more. This is first, isn't it? Okay, third. Relevance. So the gag there, Garrett, in case you didn't mm-hmm. know, is that instead of Felix taking pictures of Edward Wella dancing, Edward's taking pictures of Felix dancing. Yes. <laughs> I, which I thought was funny. All right, he I, can't help himself, Felix. He's he's. Uh, I was bored. It's, it's one of his most narcissistic moments. Like literally, he pushes his subject out of the way so that he can take pictures of himself. The only thing I enjoyed, and the only thing I enjoyed in the whole episode, is the way Oscar, a lot of Oscar's facial expressions regarding how he feels with the yes. movement he's doing. I, I look. I think Edward Vole is as an actor is fine. I think he, he mm-hmm. plays himself well, and it doesn't feel like he's acting. It just feels, to me, really forced. He's not a very interesting character. Exactly. And and watching Tony Randall do ballet, kind of for real, is for me as someone who is not a fan of ballet at all, boring. If you are a fan of ballet and like The Odd Couple, maybe you love this episode. But I uh, I'm not a huge ballet person uh but i do find tony randall doing ballet funny i uh, think i would under certain circumstances not not the ones set up here so, so obviously we don't agree on that all right so uh the next scene felix is sitting on the couch i think he's bending ballet slippers to put into a bag for a class felix's Felix is. He's sitting on the couch and he's got some prop in his hand. At home? Yeah, it's at home. That's the next scene. You watch this one, right? Yeah. yeah like a long time. I think it's a capizio, which is what they refer to later. Oh, he's, okay. I think I he's like stretching it or bending it or he's like yes. doing something with I it. I could not. I was watching it on my phone, so it was very hard to see what that was. So Oscar walks in. He's holding his sweater in his mouth and he's walking as if he's in very great pain. And that leads to this next clip. What? Go ahead. Say again. Isn't he carrying the sweater in his mouth? That's what I said. Oh, yes, he's carrying a sweater in the mouth. You've got your sweater in your mouth. Thanks. I was wondering where it was. Walk as if you're in pain. That's why I was biting on the sweater. I couldn't find the bullet. What's the matter? I'm soft. I played football yesterday, remember? Didn't Edward Villella fix up your arm? Yeah, it's the only thing that doesn't hurt is my arm. I threw five touchdown passes and I was able to hail a cow. Take a good hot bath and rub on some linen before you get stiff. If I was any stiffer, you could dive off me. Why won't you go to Villella's ballet appreciation class with me? You want to go to any appreciation ballet class? <laughs> it's for common people like you who are friends of the ballet. I'm neither common nor a friend of the ballet. You're half right. Don't bad for me, will you, buddy? 
can't do anything for himself and he won't even help himself. Can't even take his normal nourishment. Why won't you go to ballet class? Because there's a stigma attached? I go. That's the stigma. Can you stop nagging me with going to ballet class? sweater. Pick it up. Nag, 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 nag. I don't have enough things. I don't have enough arguments. I don't have enough misery in my... <laughs> you got your sweater in your mouth again. Come on to class. I'm not gonna wear a tutu. Wanna stop at a tower on the way and ring some bells? So the visuals there are when he, Felix says he can't even drink his nourishment normally. Oscar's drinking a beer with a straw. <laughs> and then at the end, Oscar's walking out of the living room, of the apartment, hunched over like Quasimodo. I, I felt those laughs and the clapping was so forced to me that it felt, and I'm not saying this is true, it felt inserted mm. like a laugh track. Well, you know, we do have to assume that that's always a possibility, right? They sweeten. Yeah. Uh, every show is capable of sweetening. It's capable, but I, I feel like. But I, I rarely pick. I rarely pick up on that. Yeah, okay. I think. I think. I think it's noticeable when it happens. Right. And I feel like this is more noticeable. Now it could be my bias because I'm not laughing at this stuff. See, and, right, because personally, I am. I think I think Clugman's hilarious. He, Jack Clugman's the best thing in the episode. When he says that's the stigma, it's a funny line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a great... But and, also, and, I mean, but even his physical... Yes, his physical stuff is funny, but but they were laughing at some of the lines. There are some stuff oh, they were laughing at with Fields, but you're right. Yes, his physical stuff is funny. It just fell, still felt very inserted. Just the rhythm of it and the decibels and the... the, the, the yeah, the rhythm just felt like I was hearing the same sort of laugh over and over. And I agree, it's this episode doesn't have the sharpest one-liners. Uh, but uh, but what's funny to me, especially about your that's the stigma, is of course you know, the the question Felix's question is why don't you want to go? Because there's a stigma attached. In other words, like that it's not something real men do. Yeah, right. The point is that I go and yeah. I'm not gay right <laughs> so uh and but the way that oscar turns it around to you're this just felix is the stigma yeah that's bad enough so and it sets something i think this is an undertone throughout the whole episode that i have some more to say about later so now we have an exterior shot which feels like an exterior shot shot for this episode unlike the ones we saw yes yes and we i think we commented last week on the season premiere yeah where they felt uh, where they had from season one we knew right. that the cab no, no, uh, episode one uh, season two ep season one episode two <laughs> we're, we're in season four Tim. no oh, i'm saying no, okay the, the we're, cab we're scene. talking about two different things sorry oh. we're talking about two different things. uh it was that the cab scene regardless of the problem the just the continuity problem with the suitcases was clearly a new location. Not that cab scene, sorry. Right. The cab but scene. I'm talking not, about. No, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that cab scene. Sorry. I know, but I'm talking about oh. the new cab scene because uh, it's notable to me that for season four, for these first couple episodes, 
they over the summer they must have done a whole, whole bunch of new location shots oh tailor made because they knew what the first few episodes were yeah gonna be. right okay, and this definitely. is a this is a long one out where that you're talking about now relatively uh, and it's like a real worked out bit and it's it's total continuity it's oscar still hunched over with the sweater and so it's kind of i'm impressed but they planned these things that's right i i, I agree with you on that what it is 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 felix and oscar are walking into Carnegie Hall rehearsal area. There's an awning that basically says that. And before they go in, Oscar, who's bent down already, bends down further to pick up a coin on the ground. He also bends down, he turns around to look at a girl in a miniskirt. Oh, that I, I didn't uh, even notice that. I, I watch, I actually, I freeze framed this because it's a beautiful shot of, of, uh, of Carnegie Hall, outside Carnegie Hall, so 57th and 6th, 7th, sorry, 7th corner, 57th and 7th. Uh, in 1973. Three. And I grew up uh, not too far from there. And so it, it's, but it's a great, and there's a, clearly there, like the girl in the miniskirt is an extra who's there to part of the scene, but there are a lot of people walking around and some people looking at uh, Randall and Klugman that might be actual pastors by. Hey, Garrett, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Ray? Practice. <laughs> That's a joke my father used to tell me all the yeah, time. Yeah, well, that, that is a vintage one. I feel like that's a joke your father would have told. Yes, I, I did hear that joke. Um, okay, so now we are um, back in the same room that we had before when we saw Edward Villela. Um, and Edward is teaching a class of women, including Miriam. Uh, there's a piano being played. He tells everyone to face the bar and to do the plies. And then Felix leaps in, in red tights and red top and says, <laughs> hold the plies. <laughs> Oscar walks in, again hunched over, and Edward asks what happened. Oscar says, five touchdowns. Edward says, way to go, babe. Felix says, can you loosen him up? So Edward brings him over to the bars to see if he can limber him up a little bit. So we're going to play audio of this next scene. Um, but it's a, it's a visual. So... I'll explain it now so you can picture it while you're listening to the audience laugh. Um, Edward has Oscar bend down and then bend back up in order to kind of limber him up. So as he's bending down, Oscar is smiling because he's enjoying the kind of feeling that that is having on his strained muscles. But when Edward says to come back up, Oscar starts to shake his head with a frown on his face as if he cannot do that. And he keeps falling to the ground. It is a funny moment. Yes. Okay. And you'll hear the audience enjoy it as well in this short clip. All right. Just stand and see, grab the bar. You see if I get straight, straight, a little bit. There we go. Okay. You know what we're going to try to do? Some plies. What's that? Yeah, just knee bends. We go down and then we come back up. Okay. You put your feet to the side like this. We'll do plies. Ready? And. Down and down. 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 Up. Up. So that hearty laughter which is earned is the way uh jack klugman shakes his head as when he cannot get back up the way i would describe it is that um that they all start kneeling down yes. at first yes and klugman is smile starts to sm smile 
feeling good as he's as they're all going down together. And then when Valella says, and now everyone up, and then everyone else starts going up while Oscar just sinking to the ground <laughs> and shaking his head. So it's it's a nicely choreographed moment. Uh, Klugman's uh, physical comedy is not something we associate with him in the show. It seems more Tony Randall, but his physical comedy in this episode is 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 very good. He's uh, I would argue it's the only the only good thing. Right. From my point. Okay. Uh, next scene, Edward's teaching the class again. And this time, Felix and Oxter are in the class and doing all the moves. And they're doing okay. Class ends. Miriam and Felix, did you notice this? They kiss yeah. the on the cheek. Yeah. I looked at that, that three times. A lot more of... <laughs> wow. Said, uh, whatever, well, I couldn't butt, tell if it was but... on the... <laughs> I couldn't, I was really wanted to see, was that on the lips or on the cheek? Because it wasn't yeah. obvious, but it was on the yeah. cheek. But it was, a, and it was affectionate. So it's certainly the most affectionate moment they've had in like a couple of seasons. And, um, and I think it is, you know, they're doing an episode about ballet and they were always uh, wary of the network uh, suspicion that this was being seen as a gay show. And so this is one of the elements they keep putting in to remind you that, that well then why not on the lips well it's i mean it's just miriam <laughs> fair, fair <laughs> not like he's in love with her uh so uh edward says he has another stretching exercise for them it's a leg stretch stretch with a porta bra felix says he can do that and he puts his leg over the bar and he puts his arm up and he bends to the left he asks is that right eddie eddie says yes Oscar says, I threw five touchdown passes because you taught me that port bra Felix says, Eddie doesn't have time for that. Watch this, Eddie. I made up a new leap. So Felix jumps up in the air and puts his feet together, which I guess is a new leap. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that special <laughs> to me. Eddie says, that's terrific if you could only stay in the air a little longer. And they all laugh for some reason. Eddie tells him to keep practicing and um, practice and keep leap le leaping. And then Oscar, and he does that. And Oscar puts his arm on his shoulder to tell him to stop. So Eddie says, keep practicing. Felix keeps practicing, but too much because he's making kind of an ass of himself and Oscar tells him to stop. Eddie says he has to go rehearse for a recital. Felix asks what's the recital. And he says it's for excerpts of Swan Lake. Felix says, your ordinary class is doing Swan Lake. So I picked up, which I didn't know. I guess the term ordinary class is a ballet term for a class of civilians doing it. And I don't think he means the word ordinary like it's used. I think that it felt uh, to me like a term that a ballet lover like Felix would know and not just the use of the word ordinary. That's what I assumed. You know, honestly, I don't know what he means by ordinary. Well, here's the context. Edward says it's not the ordinary class, it's the children. So I think ordinary class means an adult class of uh, of um, novices or yeah. non-professionals. What's the word for non-professional? Amateur. Thank you. Amateur. That's what I think it means. Right. Uh, he then asks the kids to come in and a walks and then a bunch of children walk in. Felix asks if they can stay and watch the rehearsal. Oscar is embarrassed by this for some reason and says, Felix, um, and says Felix, he just says Felix, like he's embarrassed. And Eddie says, it's fine. Felix says to Oscar, stick around. Maybe you'll get some pointers. Oscar says, on what? How to be a child? Eddie says that this is the scene when the prince and the Hudsonman enter and look for the swan queen. And that sets up this next clip. Ready, Mr. 
Who, uh, who's going to be the prince? I am. You are? Do you hear that? Prince! To dance the prince! Okay, everybody ready? Uh, who's going to be the huntsman? Well, uh, I need a boy for the part, but I haven't found him yet. <laughs> Somebody, it's only a small part. Oh, I just love Swan Lake. I know every bit of it. Da, 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 da. You're embarrassing me. I've never seen the Huntsman dance. Your best friend, it shouldn't be a boy, it should be someone you respect. Oh, come on, give, give me a break. Okay, Felix, you can be the Huntsman. Ah, great. Listen, it's Swan Lake, not Frog Lake. <laughs> Okay, now, we're going to take it from where the hunter comes center stage, and he's looking for the swan queen but hasn't found her. You, the huntsman, enter from stage left. You come in, and you bow to the prince. Right. And we look this way, and we look that way. And I say to you, have you seen her? And you say, no. <laughs> Not too emotional. All right, we'll take it from the top. Kids, swans, let's go. With the music. Ready? Ah. joke there is felix overacting yeah which i i am i was found amusing okay uh so now we have a new scene which is 25 seconds of dancing girls dancing ballet yeah and then when they stop felix goes and he moves one of their heads because it's not straight in the final pose it's a little yes, med he's meddling Yes. He's doing his Felix meddling thing. Lella tells the girls this is the last rehearsal before the recital and they should all work on their own until the performance. Felix gets up and says, Mr. Lella, do you think they're ready to work on their own? Edward says, I have no choice. I've got a performance tonight and tomorrow night at Lincoln Center. I'll just make it here in time for the recital. Felix says, well, I could never hope to fill your capizios, but I'd be glad to take rehearsal for you. Oscar rolls his eyes and walks away when Felix says capizios. Somehow, remarkably, Valella agrees to let this stranger <laughs> teach who has a, no ballet training at all teach a class full of children <laughs> for this recital. <laughs> I, I understood when he was coaching Leonard's football team. Right. That made sense. This doesn't make sense. Uh, I, if I were that kid's parents, I'd want my money back. Right. Felix Edward says Vallella that Edward Valella has to go work somewhere else. That's right. Edward says to the kids, he has to go work somewhere else, and he tells them to work hard and to see them all tomorrow night. Um, and then Felix takes over the class. Quiet, everybody, quiet. 
training the man. Now, places, everyone. We'll start from the top. Now, for this rehearsal, I'll take Mr. Bellella's role as, as the uh, as Siegfried. Um, very good. Oscar, you'll do me a big favor. I'll go home. I'll send off for dinner. No, no, no. Come on. No. He'll fill in my slot as the huntsman. You want me to try to fill in your capizios? We just need a warm body for the kids oh, to work with. Come on, come on. Like, what am I supposed to do? You know what to do. You saw me. Well, you were doing what? You bowed to the prince. That's all there is to it. All right, just I saw you. Siegfried enters. He's looking for the swan queen. You the prince? You don't walk in like that. How do you know how a huntsman walks? You ever follow a huntsman down the street? There's a basic walking down. You walk on the toe. The leg is turned out from the hip. Big deal. I can shout. You devour ground. We'll do it. Let me do it. Yes. <laughs> straighten up. Straighten up. The shoulder higher. Higher. That's good. Yes. Go. Oscar. So you, the prince, is funny. I, yes. I give it that. And at the end, Oscar grabs his hat and, and he leaves instead of trying to like help Felix rehearse here. So the new scene, Felix is backstage in his costume practicing leg kicks. He's dressed it's as Hudson. Okay, so I'm I'm like Oscar here. I think he's dressed as Robin Hood. <laughs> I don't know Huntsman. And I even Googled like Huntsman yeah. Swan Lake. I didn't see any images of someone dressed oh, up really? as Robin Hood. Um, I think yeah. Well, Robin Hood is uh, one way to describe that kind of costume. It's the most common because it's right. like right. what Oscar says in a second. Murray comes in and gives him a crossbow prop. He asks, where is Eddie? And Miriam says, Murray is waiting at Lincoln Center to pick him up. Really? Some <laughs> cop that he doesn't know a friend of a guy yep, who's taking up a class. Right. Is that's his response? That's how he's getting yep. to Lincoln Center? And it's, even in crime-ridden 70s New York, damn it, the police have got to get Edward Villalobos. He could back. walk. I mean, Lincoln Center isn't <laughs> that far. Yes, they are at Carnegie Hall. He could oh. walk. It's like a 12-block walk. <laughs> um, well, you got to get Murray in there somewhere. Felix tells Miriam to get the swans, and then six dancers dressed in six young girl dancers dressed in white dresses come over to him. By the way, all these, all six of these ladies have credits in IMDb. I mean, five of the six of them, this is the only credit they have. Well, for, well, first of all, let's establish these are the girls from the class. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. My, I strongly suspect that they recruited uh, lo a local ballet school. To get you know to cast out of uh, who you know the, their best ballet dance the best young girl ballet dancers out of whatever school was closest to had a contact to the studio, uh, so I don't expect them to. I'm surprised any of them have more than one. I'm surprised they were all named, and I'm, but I'm not reading the names. I'm surprised. That's actually yeah, that's not typical of the No, in this case. I was that's shocked nice that they did. It was yeah. nice at least for those girls. I wonder if any of them went on the on professional ballet dance. So Felix tells them, now my fellow gypsies, the great moment we've been working towards is about to become reality and we are ready to show Mr. Valella the hard work and dedication we put in during his absence, aren't we? They say nothing. <laughs> and he says, good. Then he says, we want Mr. Valella to be proud of us, don't we? 
And then again, they say nothing. And he says, right. And he goes on to say, let's not forget to tell him who whips this bunch of ragged angels into a tight dancing unit. And one of the girls says, who? Felix says, Unger, U-N-G-E-R. <laughs> okay, Miriam, limber them up 10 minutes. So Felix continues to practice and limbering up himself. Oscar walks in and says, hey, Felix, I didn't know Robin Hood was in Swan Lake. Yeah. Felix says, no wisecracks tonight, please. Which, of course, Oscar doesn't even understand what's, what wisecrack did he make. And quite frankly, neither did I. <laughs> I think it's a legitimate question. Felix's kicks now come very close to Oscar, who says, I'm on my best behavior. I have a suit and tie. And he tells Oscar, Felix tells Oscar that he looks nice, and, but he keeps kicking this high kick that comes very close to Oscar's face. Now, Murray comes into the frame and says that he's here meaning himself and Felix asks where's Eddie Murray says he is still at Lincoln Center hoofing and Felix says Murray Dan Daly hoofs Edward Villela dances so Dan Daly is an obscure reference he was a dancer in the films in films in the 1940s and 50s and was kind of well known at the time clearly and even in the 60s 70s but he is not well remembered today I believe because he really had no signature role However, here's something interesting I discovered. He yeah. played Oscar in a road production of Odd Couple with Elliot Reed playing Felix. The Elliot Reed. Elliot wow. Reed, who played the um, Mr. Ferguson, Ferguson, the writing teacher from right. The Pen is yes. My Dear. We did not point we out know. That, that he played Felix in a road version of The Odd Couple. I, in the 60s, probably. 60s, that's right, in the 60s. So I thought that was interesting connection i don't know if that was in worlds are colliding right I, i'm not sure if that was intentional or not so felix asked mary murray where is well murray says they switched the dance numbers and he'll be late miriam asked how late murray says he doesn't know he was supposed to dance lead off but they pushed him to clean up and felix asked what does that mean oscar says he was supposed to go first and now he goes fourth felix says he'll be half an hour late at least now oscar tells murray to go pick up Valello right away and bring him over, which is a baffling line to me because that's something Murray already didn't do and was trying to do. Yeah. So Oscar's telling him to do it, but he already didn't do it. So I don't know what he's supposed to be doing now. He's supposed to apparently be uh, use his uh, power as a law enforcement officer to command the New York City Ballet to let Edward Valello go. Murray says he will cover the bases, and I guess he goes to do it. Murray. Miriam says, what are they going to do? Felix says, well, Mr. Villella made me responsible. I know what I have to do. Get the swans, bring in the swans. Oscar says, Felix, be smart and do nothing. Relax, he'll be here. Felix says, maybe he won't be here. I've got this company primed to go, Buster. Those swans are dying to get on that stage. My curtain goes up on time, not like those clowns over in Lincoln Center. Oscar says, how, Felix? And now the swans come up to Felix and ask if they are going to dance tonight. Felix says, yes, you will, children. Now I must tell you that Mr. Bilella will be unable to appear tonight. They groan, but Felix says, but those parents out there are expecting a show, and by God, they're going to get one. Now I will take the part of Prince Siegfried, and his best friend, the Huntsman, will be played by my best friend, Oscar Madison. Also ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so that leads to this short clip. And go change. Aren't you glad I taught you the walk? You know the part. It's a vitally important part. Is I couldn't do it. I'd be too nervous. You're nervous? What have you got to be nervous about? The huntsman is nothing. I'm the one with all the pressure. I'm the star. Get going. My girls, plie and 
one. Okay, so the girls dance, Felix dances. Oscar comes out in the Robin Hood Huntsman outfit. He looks confused, then he looks nervous, then he looks annoyed, and then he looks embarrassed. And then we see a very short clip of a siren on the streets of New York from the vantage point of the car, which is supposed to be Murray driving Valella to the recital. Then we have more dancing of Felix and the Swans. Edward Vola arrives. He asks Oscar who started the performance. Oscar says, Felix the nut, that's who. Edward says, knowing Felix, we won't be able to get him off. Oscar says, don't worry, I'll get him off. He goes on stage, Oscar does, and he makes motions to tell uh, Felix to stop and to get off the stage. Felix makes motions that say, no, I'm not stopping. Oscar holds his nose to tell Felix <laughs> that it stinks, and he points off stage. And now Felix sees that Edward Vola is there. See, okay, what I found amusing about that is that they are, uh, you know, they're in ballet, so there's, there's no talking. And so, and we already saw them try to work that out when, you know, in the rehearsal room scene where Felix is teaching him the part. Uh, and now I love how Oscar turns it against Felix and does his own like improv ballet <laughs> to tell Felix that he thinks he needs to get off the stage. <laughs> Felix does get off the stage. He sees Valella. And when he gets off the stage and Valella comes on, Felix says, but I was hot. <laughs> so now there's three minutes of dancing. Yep. Three, 180 seconds of ballet on live on ABC primetime. Valella finishes. He bows. He calls out the swans who bow and get applause. Then he calls out Felix, who does his kind of pseudo humble sheepish right. Right. thing. Oscar's pushing him out, and he does often. Now he finally does bow. And does his grandiose bow. So now we're in the living room for the tag. In the living room are Oscar, Miriam, Edward Valella, Murray, Felix, and Edward's real-life son, Roddy. That's his real son. You confirmed that? I did. Right. Um, and so that leads to the tag clip. So that's Roddy giving Felix a raspberry. But after that, the kid looks very confused. Like he doesn't really know what's happening. <laughs> the kid is not a professional actor. And he's, I mean, he's young. He's also very he's, young. He's like yeah, three, something yeah. like that. He does the raspberry funny, but God knows how he takes that. that so. Right. That's so it. there again, I think this is the, the, the last time, uh, uh, yet another time where why is Edward Villela bringing his real life son on the stage? No other guest star has done this as far as I know. Like, I understand if like, it's part of the perks, like, hey, I want to like, 
my kid is all, or my wife is also a performer, so I want to give them a chance. But I can't think of how Edward Lilla has very little clout in this situation. Hollywood. He's not a Hollywood star. The only reason I can think of is to have his son on is for him to say to America, I am not, I am a straight man. Oh, father, really? Family man. But doesn't he uh, say to get girls earlier? That's another, he says. Yeah, and that's another, well, that's another. Uh, uh, oh. That this that point is emphasized that Edward Bellello does ballet, but he's not gay. Except and, a gay person can have a son. <laughs> well, maybe um, not in 1973. But well, in 1973, that would have been more complicated to explain, right? Uh, on ABC primetime television. So, I do think it was just like another reassuring, and that's why Ed, Edward Bellello was a was a perfect guest star. If there had to be a so, male ballet dancer are you saying it was Gold abc who said we don't want the show to be seen gay edward Vole, please bring your son on or please have a child on the screen on the uh, set i think well i would i can't imagine they predicted it but i think mean, it came about maybe through i imagine once they found out that he had a son it was like hey that'd be great to I show see. that you're really a family man and you're not one of these to ballet dancers well anyway just a theory Okay, I, I I don't have a better reason to explain how it manifested that he got on the show, and like is the whole joke of the last segment. Like that's <laughs> well, the whole as joke. Usual, as usual with the tag, it's like sometimes that it's just about they all they can come up with is one joke. Right, but that the whole joke revolves around the sun. Yeah, well, I yeah. guess they wrote it for, right for the sun. So I give this a one and a half stars. The only reason it gets a half is because of some of Jack Klugman's things, like you, the prince, and when. So he, you're saying an all-time low. I mean. Well, I think it's better than a season one, one to the Odyssey. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. Think, you know, I got to. I'm sorry. I withdraw the question because I can't remember. Well, my, but it's a good. It's something I was thinking <laughs> my about. My ratings either. Yeah, but here's actually you bring up something I was thinking about. Which would I have if I if I had to watch one of those again? which would I watch? And I think it's the Odyssey because we said the first half of the Odyssey isn't bad. And the first half of the Odyssey is better than the first half of this. Yeah, this is, well, go ahead. You have That's it, oh, that's it. Uh, one and a half, I have one and a half stars. That's it. Uh, I think this definitely has a guest show, itis, a guest star-itis problem, uh, right, that you have to shoehorn this ballet dancer into the episode and Somehow the, the, the producers or the network saw this as a positive is to like put as much ballet as possible in the episode. Like I, rather, I than, to, rather no. than write more material. I uh, think that's a Tony Randall. My guess is that is Tony Randall saying, I want there to be ballet. In yeah. The episode. Not well, against the yeah. producer's hoax. Or maybe that they, since they, <laughs> they were not coming up with a lot of good material anyway. So they figured, why not? Um, perhaps that's true too uh, so I do agree that, that that does not make for a successful episode overall but as a fellow culture snob uh, to call it Tony Randall I do appreciate I think it's kind of neat uh, that that a somewhat obscure uh, artist for the, na- for the national audience at least it was you know that Tony Randall could get him on the show and promote the, the idea of the ballet um, give a promotion to the new york city ballet in particular so uh that was you know such a time where you could still do such things i can't imagine 
uh, on a if there are still sitcoms. Are there still sitcoms well, today? There are still sitcoms. Uh, and Seinfeld had had the three tenors on kind of. Well, they well not in person, but yes, no, did a but there was an episode right. about them. No, yeah, and but, I think Seinfeld did uh, was able to get those high culture references in, uh, but not to of, the extent, not to the extent of like having Pavarotti sing on the show. I bet if they yeah. could have, they would have. Oh, sing on the show, right? I think you know what I mean. Like give give uh, like three time. minutes. Yeah, right. there are Just still sitcoms on TV, of course. Okay, yeah. Well, that's another subject. Uh, so. I do have a soft spot in my heart for for Tony Randall promoting the arts using his using his prime time show to promote the arts. Um, that said, uh, yeah, Edward Bellella is himself not a great character as written on the show. He is a great dancer, so if you have an appreciation of that, his little solo is great to watch. Um, and uh, I also think it's funny, by the way, that Tony that Felix ends up having an identical costume that of Villella's that he just happened to have ready. You know, when when Valella when Valella kicks them off the stage, they're wearing the same costume, identical. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of funny how did Felix happen to have a, 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 a you know, a, because they're not the same size. Anyway, um, what else? I, Klugman does a lot of great physical comedy. It is definitely a visual episode. I wouldn't blame someone for like only listening to this podcast. You would not get whatever the best parts of this show, this episode are. So um, it's not one that uh, that's a limitation to some degree, but I have to say I was amused and I didn't hate it. I didn't have any negative reactions to anything. So I would give it a three right in the middle. Hmm. Uh, two and a half is in the middle. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a round number. Okay. All right. Well, we will not be watching this episode together ever. <laughs> really are we doing repeats oh, okay no if we ever actually get together and, yeah and watch the odd couple they will not this will not be the episode okay um i i i have no i'm not usually we share a line from the show to end the episode i don't have that energy okay. or i don't think there is one for me you go i have one okay <laughs> well done i <laughs> <laughs>